0: conscious collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, change makers and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body and business. Each week we share, discuss and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts.
1: Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body and business. Hi, I'm Lisa.
0: And I'm Emily and we are the conscious collaboration podcast. What up guys? What up, Lisa? Hey, Emily, how you doing? So good. Um, so it's the two of us today. And so I think we've mentioned before, probably millions of times that Lisa and I spend a fair amount of our days and nights sending each other reels on Instagram. And, uh, you know, it's very therapeutic for us. I think we uh, sort a lot of things out via humor. And every once in a while, we'll kind of throw a serious one in there just for good measure. And um, one that I came across the other day that I thought would be an interesting thing to talk about on the podcast was. So it was one of these like, I don't even know uh what the kids call is like a remix or like where you know somebody gives a challenge and then the other person answers it and the <laughs> challenge was what's what's uh i can't remember exactly how they said it but it's basically like what's what's somebody what's something that you'll get a lot of hate for saying and the guy says well 99% of people and i'm i'm paraphrasing mm-hmm. 99% of people Think it's okay or think it's normal is the word he used. I just don't really like that word. 99% of people think it's normal to spend 50 years of their life showing up five days a week for something they don't really even like doing. uh, You know, all for the hope that they'll get 10, maybe 15 good years of freedom at the end of it um, in retirement. And now, Before we really dive into this, I want to give it a caveat that nothing we're going to say means that working a corporate job or, uh, you know, an infrastructure type job or anything that's not entrepreneurial is in any way inherently bad or abnormal or, you know, any, any negative associations with that as an inherent thing, but I'm sure anecdotally, we can all look around us and maybe you can, it resonates with you. It has at certain points in my life for sure, but how many people are just showing up to their job day after day, after day, after day, because they think it's the only way, Mm, you know, how many people are suppressing, Um, parts of their own authentic spirit that want to be doing something else. There's probably plenty of people who are fulfilled by their non-entrepreneurial jobs. And that's awesome because literally everybody can't be an entrepreneur we need healthcare workers we need engineers we need you know people to work for the city and the government yeah. um we need all these things um we need people to work full blown corporate jobs that's that's mm-hmm. how our economy works but um you know how many people by intention are really in in a role that sort of suits their life purpose.
1: So let's talk about some of the things that we see out there, even since you're just alluding to, um, and I think it is our love language that we share share these reels back and Absolutely. forth of things because, you know, reels it is therapeutic. Yeah, it's. I think it's good. Um, but some of the things I see out there that people are expressing, and that's one reason why I like to look at social media too, is like, what are people's challenges? Like, where are their minds at with things. And I see a lot of, um, pop culture references around like Sunday scaries, like people are like, you know, having mental breakdowns (laughs) that they Mm -hmm. even have to wake up and go to work Mm -hmm. the next morning and go through this routine. That's like drudgery. And it's like, okay, I have to turn off myself so I can be, you know, or just show up to this zoom meeting for six hours where, you know, no one even really knows if I'm there or sees me for who I am, um, or even knows what I can bring the to the table. <laughs> um, so it's very much like that you're showing up in a place to get a paycheck, sometimes a great paycheck mm-hmm. just for showing up. And you're hoping that one day at the end of these 20, 30, 40 years that you're showing up in the workforce that you might have enough money that you can get this like. Um, you know, 10 year, do whatever you want for life. But as you and I were talking about in our prep and in consulting of the yi you know, when you get into that complacency wheel or that like groundhog's day um, and you, you get into that, like disconnection from yourself, like you said, the authenticity, um, one thing that, and we we learned in talking with Rachel, like, I really love talking to Rachel because she lights up talking about authenticity and discovering with someone else what really, you know, what are their experiences? What are their gifts that they're, you know, born to bring? What are they desired to do and to create? And I don't really know that in any in any interview situation, anyone really cares like what the combination of your life experiences are or like who you are authentically it's more like can you meet these requirements and they only meet like maybe 10% of who you are as a person and we don't care to know the rest so mm-hmm. it's like you were saying you know like yeah we don't neither of us are judging of anybody that's in a you in a traditional career um or Outside of what we know is entrepreneur life, but everybody can have an entrepreneurial spirit and mm-hmm. a desire to create something from their authentic self or, you know, in, in terms of hobbies or what your interests are. It's when you you're forced or you let that like simmer off or like <laughs> when that goes away.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's the intention behind it. It's like, um, I mean, I keep thinking of feng shui. Like, are you putting this item here just because you think you're supposed to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's what, you know, feng shui 101 says, you know, we'll, we'll do XYZ feet mm-hmm. for this this space. Or because you have an authentic, Intention behind it, which is what's actually—correct me if I'm wrong—but going to um, deliver the the
1: feng shui. Oh, aspect yeah. of that item. Yeah, you're right. Like <laughs> Not any that physical item itself, it's the yeah intention just behind it. Like relating it to to places or the image imagery that's out there. Mm-hmm. You know, anything can be Instagram-worthy, pretty. Um, mm-hmm. A space can be pretty. Like, boy, isn't that just like a pretty room to take a picture of? But is it, is it making you feel like home? Is it making you feel inspired? Um, probably not, unless there are pieces in there that are really, um, supportive or aligned and attuned with who you are as, as a person, you know, it's the, it's the artwork, it's the, it's the flow and the direction, so on and so forth. But the same thing for people, like you can, be recognized in your place of employment for being the best ever administrative assistant in this category of whatever and, um, you know, given accolades for completing a project at the the best ever rate or so on and so forth. But none of that is checking off the boxes of what makes you, you. Mm Mm-hmm. And let's remember this
0: now. Again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't think about think about saving up for the future. Right. That's not
1: <laughs> smart. We know um, Efrain would want to step in. We should have Efrain. Right, we, we should have
0: Efrain comment on this. Um, however, tomorrow is not promised for anyone. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's really putting all of your eggs in one fairly risky basket. Yeah. <laughs> Considering, you know, the state of American health and whatnot to put aside, you know, to live to work. Mm hmm and put aside all things that, because, you know, maybe, maybe you like your job and maybe, maybe your job is never going to be that thing that allows you to express your authentic self. Maybe it is just the paycheck, but maybe that's fine also, as long as you recognize that and are able to channel that intention in some other aspect of your life where you're still living to work as opposed to just or did i say that backwards i said that Yeah, backwards. work to Working live versus to live. live to work <laughs> like it's okay to work to pay the bills yeah rather than just living to work though work 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 i mean we mm-hmm. can see that all over the place how how many years that'll shave off your life if you yeah. if you live that way just um living to work you know
1: I mean so again it's, very, I like,
0: it's, it's about the intention of it and mm-hmm. um, you know definitely not getting yourself in that this place where you're looking at retirement as the end all be all when um you know although it is more secure than just flying by the seat of your pants all mm-hmm. the time it's 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 also a pretty false security it's yeah. not guaranteed
1: yeah, no, it's not guaranteed. And I think this conversation is a little bit triggering to me also, because yeah. I like okay. devoted so much of my life to my work and my career, um, you know, in lifestyle television, you know, over, you know, 20 years. And like, I loved it. I love the idea of like being a part of a big bigger team and an organization. And like, I really believed in the mission, the value. So on the culture, I'm, (laughs) it was very easy to convert into that Mm -hmm. and I enjoyed it, but I do recognize in my relationships, you know, certainly with my ex-husband, um, and my friends, and I still am connected with my friends and from my career, um, and, Great respect for them and everything, but I realized that I lost so much of myself and my work while I had this huge nest egg created. Um, and that you know, that pathway at the end of the day, you know, I at the end of the day, I was severanced. <laughs> at the mm. end of the day, it was you know, done very kindly and generously, and still good, you know, um, you know, relationship with with the organizations in which I worked. But um at the end of the day, you know, there comes a time when you just no longer fit into their model. And it's like very, I mean, it was kind of like a deprogramming of self in that and like a disillusionment and disillusionment and um, you know, really like kind of abandoning kind of feeling when it's done at, you know, uh when you are or severance or a parting of ways. And you're like, wait, that was a big part of my identity. I let that be a big part of my identity. Mm-hmm. And then it became this like huge, I mean, thank thankfully they did give me a great package where I was able to go to career placement training and got to learn more about my skills and values and assets that I had. And it was like really hard to, to really see it from that perspective without that larger organization and and patterns like so much so that like I just continued to maintain that 9 to 5 mentality for for months even though I had no um job to show up to I still woke up at the same time I still got dressed as if I was going to work I still went to meetings and development and so on and so forth but it after all of that deprogramming and boiling down and really like reconnecting with there were things that I let go to the wayside because of my addiction and involvement in my career that I forgot my, or was put to the wayside, my, my arts and my hobbies and my, um, my natural, real natural outside of work talents. And that also showed up in suffering in relationships where that disconnection was felt like, why, why would you just go through the motions in life? Yeah. And when we
0: were talking about that too, the phenomenon you can see sometimes when people do make it to retirement and they've been, you know, now decades in of intertwining their identity with the corporation or, you know, the job itself. And so when they finally do retire, they, can decline very quickly because their identity was so associated with that job. Presumably that's, Mm
1: -hmm. you know. Yeah. I mean, certainly if when we're more in our retirement years, that's even harder to rebound and reconnect. Um, With
0: yourself. Yeah. I mean, if you've been doing something for decades, yeah, for sure. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And um, so it really, I mean, I don't know if it is a Westernized idea. Like we were just reading in the comments. I didn't do a lot of research around this, but I don't, so I don't know if it's our Western culture, so but. Living, living as the Europeans. Yeah. I mean, that's what way. people, I mean, in the comment
0: section, we're saying mm-hmm. like we. I mean,
1: there's. I've always lot. kind of agreed with that on a,
0: <laughs> a lot yeah. of things. I mean, but I don't um, know. I haven't lived a little in a more lazy, fair attitude about things if and somebody somebody commented that and it just makes sense to me like better for mental health that way you know mm-hmm. you you can't be in that on mode all the time um that's fight or flight it's the same thing your body mm-hmm. experiences that as the same thing as fight or flight
1: hmm Yeah. I don't, I don't know from experience because I've never lived in Europe, but I do know working in corporations with others, um, you know, for example, like they take a mandatory like month vacation Mm -hmm. and there's just no orders made during that time. Like don't expect any phone calls or replies. You better get everything booked before then, because get your, get everything lined up because they're not going to be available during the month of August. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) You know, so, um, and, and I know like we touched lightly on the idea of of a work-life balance, but I think you and I were agreeing that like, it's beyond that, you know, Mm -hmm. we've been talking about, I'm kind of tired of talking about work-life balance. It's been, you know, something that was even talked about when I was in business school, but it's, I don't know, it feels like, feels like placating in a way, like it's, to me, it, it goes like much deeper. And I think to you too, it goes much deeper than that. Like, yeah, like work-life balance, like, thanks for giving me from, from six o'clock to, <laughs> to eight o'clock to have a life. And, um, you know, hopefully whatever I do on the weekends is an offensive to, um, the organization, organization in which I work for, but, um, it's diff, you know, it's like you're, You know, it's almost doesn't it kind of feel like it's like, um, out of getting out of jail for like a few hours
0: and then going back? Well, yeah. I mean, I think it depends on how they actually, um, purport to like give you the work life balance. You know, I think work life balance is, I, I think getting that right is case by case. First of all, I think it varies. differently for every single person, what that actually means. Um, But I think it's just a part of like um, living, whether you're an entrepreneur or in, you know, the non-entrepreneurial workforce, I think figuring out that work-life balance aspect is a part of making sure that you're not just living to work. At the Conscious Collaboration Podcast, we are proud affiliates of Atapa medical-grade red light therapy devices. Red light therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits, many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder, recover faster, and sleep better with Atapa red light therapy visit myatapa.com m y a t a p a.com or use the link in our instagram bio to shop with the code collab15 that c o l l a b 15 for a discount on your device yeah
1: yeah making i sure, mean though,
0: making I sure know. that whatever role you're in you're not detracting from your quality of life, basically. Um, yeah. While you climb that ladder, or
1: I mean, I will give like recognition it. to even in the past 10 years, and most organizations have work life balance departments or wellness departments or whatever. Um, and I remember that being, and then I'm sure you've seen it in the yoga world too, where people are like going to organizations to have yoga during lunch or like breaks or whatever. Um, but when you get so caught up into tying your self and your contributions to like this goal or end game, it's then you're like, it's even if you go, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go to this Yoga program. There's still like this guilt that you're still well, and you're still attached to the workplace. <laughs> yeah, you're like I'm going to. It's a yoga
0: program that you're doing with work. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, and you're like feeling guilty. Cool, but also, yeah.
0: Do you have any actual, you know, time that is completely right. separate?
1: No, it's not because like you're like I'm a meeting or I'm missing the work-life time. balance. Yeah, 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 and. You're not able to really enjoy the benefits of yoga if you're like, you know, you kind of have to sneak away still to do it because people are still like judging you because you just went to an hour of yoga instead of mm-hmm. doing a team like nacho bar or something. It's <laughs> kind of
0: like, yeah, like uh, this might be way off topic, but also kind of not like when, when I had my daughter and, you know, I had to go back. To work, all I had was the the three months, um, right. uh, FMLA to go back to work after three months. And you're allowed to mm-hmm. go pump, mm-hmm. um, you know, at least twice a shift. It's allowed. Right, right. Well, I mean, that's but <laughs> Working in a tiny ICU yeah. with, you know, four staff members fully staffed um and you know logistically it being pretty hard because the the space where you can go and and reasonably comfortably do it is on the other end of the building by the time you set up clean up blah 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 it takes 30 minutes off the mm-hmm. unit yeah um to get it done so while while the pressure was just kind of naturally created i still had that pressure to like, well you can't leave like you can't leave that many times for right. that long on this unit. You just can't do that. There's, right. there's patients that need you. There's staff that need you like and nobody said that to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it was just like I said it was just a, a pressure that was naturally there. So you know that's why I said I said it kind of depends on Okay, what what are these places actually doing to encourage work, real work life, balance? and
1: nourishing of yourself? I mean, mm-hmm. I was there in that position too, and I was feeling guilty for like doing something that you know is nourishing of myself and my baby, um, and like a very primal thing to do in a workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's no different than than losing or forgoing things that are nourishing of self such as like health practices or getting up and needing to take, you know, now as entrepreneurs, we can get up and take a few walks, like in a course of our hour early. Um, But you do that in uh, another structure and well, you probably won't because you don't want to make people feel like, I mean, you can't do it in ICU (laughs) probably Mm -mm. (laughs) Um, you can't get up and take a, take a walk away. Um, So yeah. I mean, there is like some a lot harder too, <laughs> a lot harder. And, and it's like a little bit of self-sacrifice. Um, and i I'll, I'll be it for like in the case. Oh of yeah. Too. Oh yeah. For the greater good and for society. But, um, but yeah, there, there is that, that turning away of self to a degree too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we have to be careful with it. It's not just you know, this evil corporate, like, right no, no like no.
0: entity trying to take away our freedom. But we have to be careful with that as entrepreneurs, too, because we're in charge of that. And,
1: sure. you know,
0: that's what we talk about on 75% of our episodes is how how yeah. we manage that. But, um, you know, then then the responsibility falls on us to make sure that we're not just Cause we both, we both have talked about this too, mm-hmm. how, how we put all that pressure on ourselves, especially in the beginning
1: to just like live yeah, to work. <laughs> oh, for sure. Especially in the beginning. Um, Yeah. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not hating on that. Like I, I loved my career every minute of it and I do still like, I still have dreams that by the way, like I still wake up and think I, I work in that career. It was for so long, but it is like normalize like you were saying, like quote unquote normalized, that's the expectation. Like you're going to, mm-hmm. and maybe it's changed, maybe it's changing. I don't know. Cause I'm, I don't know any, I don't have any relationships with people in high school to know, but I mean, you go to high school, you go to college or trade school, and then you go into your work week and then you do that until retirement. And then maybe right. you have retirement. Right. <laughs> and that's
0: fine. Mm-hmm. If you find path through that structure that is fulfilling to you Mm -hmm. in combination with your other life activities, totally Mm -hmm. fine, but it's not the only way. Right. And I definitely like, you know, one of the things that made it the hardest to, and the scariest to take that leap you know, away from the hospital and to open my own business um, was that idea of like being chained to the benefits of the retirement. Like, well, what if, mm-hmm. you know, what if I can never save money again? Or like, what if I actually spent, you know, everything uh, invested excuse me, mm-hmm. everything I had saved in retirement up to that point on opening on my business. Yeah. Um, in good faith that, well, even if this doesn't recoup it, which it will, <laughs> but mm-hmm. even if it doesn't, you know, I'll, um, I'll just get another nursing job.
1: <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I mean. Life can be its best when it's twisty and windy anyway, Mm -hmm. and more interesting, makes better stories for our podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but But it was super scary, even knowing that I'm keeping my nursing license to be like, well, you know, but then what? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's, that's where I've come to, you know, four plus years later is that neither one is actually secure. It's both,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, false security.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can feel insecure in either. Or not either. a sure bet.
0: I don't know. I don't know if false security is quite the right phrase. It ain't a sure bet.
1: Yeah. No, nothing. Yeah. Nothing is a sure bet. Um, and i maybe i mean i don't know like i said maybe there is like a shift in in the way that i mean i guess even when when we graduated high school and and people navigated different ways to get to where they are today you know whether they took time off or they took entrepreneurship at that time but really like the idea of working a 9 to 5 40 hours a week or it's actually like 60 hours a week When you look Mm -hmm. at it um, in the hopes that you're going to retire and have that little bit of enjoyment, I think it's more like the financial security. I mean, we live in a capitalist society, The, the money aspect of things, and we tie everything into the money of everything. Even as entrepreneurs, we could get into that. But, going back to the idea of like what's what's the real abundance and success of life mm-hmm. and, and that like, idea of security
0: is way flimsier than we give it credit for,
1: yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, like above all, and we've said it, you know, and our guests have said it, it's not really the the money, the wealth, it's more the freedom, mm-hmm. to to do the the things that make us happy or Mm -hmm. to or to like be the way that we are versus a
0: specific figure and were we meant to just slog it out for 50 years yeah to obtain that slice of freedom
1: yeah I don't think so yeah oh like so weird so as we were talking it's not the only way yeah, as we were talking, and like I was, I was googling to see like this idea. So there's this quote. You can't talk and Google at the same time. I always do, <laughs> like especially in our podcast. You Can't do that. <laughs> so like, there's this quote that says, "We think we are free because we lack the very language to articulate our unfreedom."
0: Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: like like really sit with that like yeah. what are we not free in? yeah it's probably at the root of a lot of
0: you know unresolved um, issues in people
1: hmm yeah I mean just really I think what are some thoughts or guidance or you know Approaches we can suggest to listeners who are really sitting with us and maybe their minds are kind of going down the rabbit hole like ours, like what can we um, suggest as things to contemplate to be able to tap into real, real freedom? Your why, like mm-hmm. your, your ultimate why, mm-hmm.
0: why, why do I work this position? Why do I show up every day? You know, you, you have to kind of tailor it to your situation, but, um, yeah, I think you need to know your ultimate why. And it's just, we've talked about that idea of Mm self-awareness, um, before. And I think that perfectly applies here, you know, and if your why is, you know, really nothing more than to, to pay the bills, then okay, you know, I don't think you're automatically in a hole there, but mm-hmm. then you look at the rest of your life and, um, I mean, and evaluate you know, like, what is that la- because there's a lot more to the ultimate why of you being here in yeah. this vessel on this planet so. Um, you know, if that part is taking care of your resources, paying your bills, then what what aspects of your life are you taking care of the everything else, yeah. <laughs> your emotional fulfillment or, you know, the cups, the cups no. versus the pentacles, as Steve would say. Oh, yeah. Live life by the cup, not by the pentacle. You find the cups. Cups are suits, suits and tarot cards here and mm-hmm. cups are dealing with emotions, pentacles dealing with money, earthly matters, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. And what he always says is live life by the cup. The pentacles will follow. Mm-hmm. So if you find your happy place energetically and emotionally and just know that, you know, everything is conspiring in your favor and you are here to deserve a happy and abundant life, then the pentacles will follow, whether that be, you know, whatever way that be.
1: Yeah, I love that. So reconnecting with your why and evaluating are all of your needs being met? Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe that means if you are, if you are an entrepreneur, you have that that conversation with yourself and and make the adjustments. You know because we can certainly get into that rat race mentality and entrepreneurship too, small business life. But maybe within a corporation, that means that there's opportunity like for growth or shifting around. Like no one's telling you that you have to stay doing what you're doing in the exact same way all the time. Take mm-hmm. back really that. Yeah, that sovereignty, the idea of sovereignty, maybe position that to your employer um, as like, you know, I have, you know, I'm recognizing these things are not being met and I have this to bring to the table and see if there's a fit there. Um, You know, it's, um, you know, everybody, everybody knows 401ks can be transferred. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it doesn't have to be your forever um, especially now, no one certainly stays locked in in one thing forever, but make sure that you're honoring yourself and, and your self-worth in what you're doing. I love that. You know, Steve, if we could ever get him, I don't know, even know how to contact him, but if we could get him on the podcast, no, that would be there's exciting. no
0: way to contact him. He lives in the ethers. He's like the wizard, mm. just a hand behind a crystal ball
1: yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> that kind of sums, sums it all up, you know? The, the idea of like true success and happiness and pentacles and like that kind of wealth um, follows when we are aligned with that. I mean, the fulfillment of, of Mm -hmm. self and and what we're, what we're doing and, and being seen for our authenticity. So maybe another good question to ask or
0: journal on or something to that effect would be like, who am I outside of mm-hmm. who it like, it, you know, especially if you're, you're on that track to retirement and everything. Um, who am I when I retire? Hmm.
1: Yeah, there's, there's that practice of icky guy. Are you familiar with that? Uh, only from you. I think you've brought it up. Oh, like the here. interlocking circles. And in the middle of the circle. So like there's three interlocking circles and you can put categories. And then in the middle of it will is like identifying like where they all meet. Like a Venn diagram kind of thing? Yes, kind of like a Venn diagram. Okay. But there's books out there. So anybody like I'm not gonna pretend like I'm a great teacher on it, but I've done I've used that in um coming up with concepts. I've I've used it in um, working in the board of directors, we've used that to come up with our missions and our goals and alignment on that, but it's a good self-practice as well in terms of, of, um, journaling. So if you're having difficulties reconnecting with who you are, um, look, look that up and, and I'm sure Amazon has a book on it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. Plus it's just fun to say. Peaky guy. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I definitely was triggered by this topic. almost didn't even want to talk about it. (laughs) It just, it was a good
0: talk. I think we got some little nuggies. I think if nothing else, it, uh, hopefully will, um, just inspire some,
1: some thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I looked up this. So the idea of Ikigai, by the way, to leave leave the podcast and wrap it all together with, with a bow is um, the idea is to live a truly happy and fulfilled life, by the way. There's lots of books out on there. And um, there's one that says um, that the Ikigai teaches us to focus on the present and enjoy each moment that life brings us. Um, this is why it's so important to find and pursue what is our, and I'm paraphrasing here, what is, what is our uniqueness? Maybe we can link something in
0: the show notes.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'll see if I can find something to link in there. Yeah, but Google turned up a lot of stuff for me. And, and I, hope that, I hope that those who stuck around to listen to us are doing some contemplating as well and evaluating mm-hmm. whether or not they are really... In um, alignment, as we talk about our, our mind and our body and our business, and mm-hmm. if you're looking for a like-minded community to delve into this a little further in a safe way, you can join us inside of our closed and private Facebook group, The Conscious Collaboration Collective. Link provided in our description. And as and if always, you want to
0: do it in a dangerous way, you can just come talk to us in the
1: streets. Oh yeah. <laughs> well. I, Yes. I kid. Love you. <laughs> it might be entertaining at <laughs> minimum. I mean, like the most entertaining thing that happens. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you know a little bit of martial arts now, too. So, in theory, people should be a little nervous. Icky guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Emily, it's been fun. It has been, as usual. Okay. Well, that being said. (laughs) That being said, I'll
0: I'll talk to you.
1: (laughs) Yes. They don't. Why does anyone let us talk? (laughs) It's been fun. It's been real. I'll talk to you in five. Bye. Bye.
0: (laughs) Thank y'all so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate review and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and Audible to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment, mind, body, and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs, or email us at ConsciousCollaborationPodcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.